Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Oh, man, what a exciting week in pro wrestling, in the pro wrestling business. Um, one of the things I do want to say, people, um, next Wednesday night for AEW All Elite Wrestling Dynamite, um, all the titles will be on the line. That's exciting for the one-year anniversary. Um, that is exciting. I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens. And I want to see if there's a title change. There could be. I believe that's when Lance Archer and Moxley will be uh, going against each other. So maybe Archer uh, wins the title. That'd be a great way, great way to uh, to kind of like, you know, um, you know, it's a one year anniversary, and you want you want something to be like, wow, that happened on AEW uh, AEW Dynamite on their anniversary. This happened, that happened. Maybe Cody does an open challenge, and somebody that we've never expected shows up. I don't think I don't I wouldn't say beats him, but that you know shows up and tries to take the title, but or maybe that person does take the title. I mean, you got all these all these circumstances in a in a few days. I love it. I love it that this is so unpredictable. It's so unpredictable. Um, yeah, it's good, big, it's been a good week. Been a good week. Uh, the WWE draft was last night. That was exciting. Um, I, some of the moves that happened were like, what? That happened? Like, I didn't think that would happen, but it did. Um, you know, we'll get all, we'll, we'll get into all that. But yeah, I might lie, it was, it was exciting, it was fun to see. Um, haven't heard too much complaints though, I mean, we're all, we're always getting complaints. And NXT for a certain reason, but uh, I'll get into that too, because it's a reason that I don't like. Um, there's nothing against the fan that's actually against uh, NXT. And what they've been doing lately, it's like, this isn't the NXT I fell in love with. Yeah, they're still giving us great things, but... They're going away from what they what they're known to do. So, and uh, I'm I'm very frustrated. I am not I'm very frustrated. Guys, I never, I never. I don't want to have to turn on my television 
and see bad wrestling. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to have to do that. Why? Because you're wasting two, three hours of my life instead of me saying, oh, those two, three hours are worth it. Instead, I'm saying, wow, I could have done something else to get those hours back. You know? So, we're going to talk about it, though. We will. We'll talk about it. But let's talk first. Let's talk about NXT TakeOver 31. Let's get into that. Um, a very, very good pay-per-view. It was very good. Enjoyed it very much. Like I said, I watched the Eagles play Saturday. So, Sunday. Sorry, I watched the Eagles play Sunday. And then the next day is when I caught up on the NXT TakeOver. So. Some people were complaining about this pay-per-view too, but. I'm sorry. The complainers are wrong on this one. But let's get into it. Let's talk about why they were wrong. You had the North American Championship on the line. You had Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. This was a very good match. Um, a good way to open up the show as well. Um, you know, it. like I said, when Keith Lee was North American Champion... He never looked this good. Damian Priest, oh, he looked good, and it wasn't like, all right, you beat Gargano, now you gotta, you beat Gargano, now you have, uh, you gotta fight him again for the next four months or whatever. No, I, I'm happy we're not seeing that, cause, I mean, as of now, as like. But right now that I know of, we're not. I mean, could they, since they have a story behind it, could they do another match or another pay-per-view or just NXT, a regular NXT show? Absolutely. I would have no problem with it. But the story, they're better. that story better live up to the time to that match, and that match better be great. Just like this one was. I, I like I like a well-wrestled, proper booking match that has a great story. Where somebody puts somebody over. Alright. Um, Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. Um, Kushida defeated Velveteen Dream via submission. Um... Kushida attacked uh, Velveteen after the match, which everybody's like, well, is he heel now? I mean, it's, it seems it seems like it. I mean, which I don't mind. You know, he's healthy now, so he's, you know, he's finally, find, finally finding his groove in the WWE. So, uh, I mean, if, you know, if he is churning heel, it's about time. I will say that it is about time, people. I waited too long. Too long. And Kushida, he has potential. He does. 
and you just ask about Velveteen Dream, you just ask yourself, is, uh, like, what Austin Theory, is he getting squashed or something because of the whole situation? And it could very well be that. But I don't know, I don't, he must have pissed, I mean, could be the whole situation. Or he got, he really ticked off somebody backstage. And like I said, I was actually surprised that Lola Team Dream is back. Actually thought they would, uh, let him go. I'm not gonna lie, I really thought, I really thought that guy, that they would let him go. Alright, um, we also had the Cruiserweight Championship on the line, Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. This was, uh, it was a very good match. It was very good, um, you know, between these two Cruiserweights. Um, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, and Santos Escobar, he's a, dude, he's, he's wonderful. He's great. I'm over here, I'm watching him, and I'm just like, dude, this is how you push somebody. I feel like when WWE thinks like you're ready, especially when you first come in, they're like, alright, no limitations. But for some people, they, you know, they, they just don't have that, you know, um, so, but you know, it was good, it's Great to see that Santo Escobar he's uh exceeding um, NXT's expectations. But yeah, it was very good. It was very good, and um, you know, even though he won without cheating, still the cruiserweight champion. So, but uh, question is, who was next for him? Um, the women's championship was on the line. Io Shiari versus Candice LeRae. Shiari uh, defeated LeRae via pinfall to retain the title, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Io Shiari uh, successfully retained their championship, um, which was, it was good. It was good. Um, I... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Another match I enjoyed. Um, you know, you always ask this question, who's next? Or is it coming closer? When will she lose her title? Because that's what fans always want. And around this time, she would. She's like a Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair won it when. She won the NXT Championship in April. She lost it in uh in June, right? It was at NXT in your house. She lost it there to Yoshiari. Shirai. And uh she's had it ever since. Um now uh it was June seventh, okay. So if it was June seventh, 
We're going July, August, September, October. She's uh four. She's been four months with that championship. You got to think for maybe for the next takeover, uh, her title could be in jeopardy. Even though I I knew for a fact that Lorraine would not beat Shirari. So, but uh, who knows? Maybe the next challenger. You got to be like, okay, yeah, she's gonna lose to her. Could happen. Could happen. Um. The women's roster grows after the match. Um, NXT UK star Tony Storm appeared on the big screen, announcing that she would join the brand, going right after Shiari's title. Later, moments later, sorry. Um, you know we had those vignettes for like the past two weeks or whatever. Amber Moon comes out making her return to the brand. So, uh, yeah. It was good to see Amber Moon back. It's good to see how Tony Storm is going to be on the NXT roster. It's going to be exciting to see how her, uh, what happens between Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. Um, and I'm guessing, you know, yeah, I'd give Amber Moon the title shot. I wouldn't give her the title. I mean, you could, but, um, I think overall, you know, you got to give it to Tony Storm, and then eventually Rhea Ripley takes it off her. That's the way I would go. But um, maybe not. Maybe this is gonna be be between Number Moon and Tony Storm. Who knows? But yeah, that was good to see. Good to see we got some few surprises. Um, everyone, every, it's funny because we all thought, even me, I thought it was a guy. I'm like, yeah. It's gonna, it has to be, right? Next thing you know, it's one of the women. But, hey. That's what happens, people. Surprises like this are always going to happen. And I love them. I, I love them. Because there's really nothing better than that, like, oh man, maybe I'm the only one that gets it, um, the NXT Championship was on the line, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly, Balor defeated O'Reilly via pinfall to retain the title, um, this was great, it was a tremendous match, tremendous match, um, you can tell Balor's ready, not ready, but he's the champ. Um, and O'Reilly proved that he could be more than just a tag team partner, a tag team specialist. Um, so, yeah. Even though guys got injured, you know. But other than that, it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. Um... They did have a surprise attack, though. Out of nowhere, Rich Holland appeared over the barricade with Adam Cole over his shoulder and dumped Cole into the ringside area. Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish ran down, acting like they did not know what was happening, asking if anyone saw what happened as NXT TakeOver, takeover went off the air. 
Mm, ain't looking too good. Not looking too good, people. Um, I don't think it's from Valor that's setting this up. Could be Kyle O'Reilly. Or could be, uh, could be, not Kyle O'Reilly, the other guys from uh, Undisputed Era. But then maybe it would have to be, Kyle O'Reilly would probably have to know about it, right? So, uh. I mean, it, it, it could be that. It could, people. It could. That would not be a bad idea. A bad thing. Um. Oh, my Monday Night Raw was pretty good. It was actually, it was better than last week. I will say that. I will say it was better than last week. You know, I'm not going to bury it all the way to the ground. So, uh, Monday Night Raw, let's go. Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, we have our Retribution Leader revealed. Um, well, people, Mustafa Ali versus MVP ended in a no contest after Retribution attack. Um, a few seconds after it looked like Ali was going to was going to uh, help the Hurt Business. He rolled out the ring. Um, he For a few seconds, he just stared a hole down Retribution before telling Mace and T-Bar to attack the Hurt Business. Before posing in the ring without the Retribution and uh, Ali all stood hand to hand. Looked like he was a gross leader, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. I don't know. I. This is like I didn't even see this coming, and like I don't know who their uh, retribution leader could be. I re I really don't. They say, you know, Triple H, could be Shawn Michaels, or somebody from NXT, and it's like, alright, but who, like, guys, this, this one, I really, I can't crack a code on it, like Ali, don't forget he was the mystery hacker, hacker on SmackDown, and, you know, people are like, oh, that's the, uh, the things uh, signed from uh, AEW, the Dark Order. But no, I, I believe, if I'm not wrong, Ali always used to do that hand thing. Especially as a hacker, I believe. so, Or maybe not as a hacker. 
But I think I've seen Ali do that before. So it's no, they're not ripping off uh, the Dark Order. Well, no. But I don't know. I think there's one more. I can't put my finger on who that one more could be, though. That's the one thing I will say. I don't know who. Let's say you got one more leader. Like I said, it could be so many people. So many people. I, I And I really don't know who it could be, to be honest, guys. Um, but it's, it, the story just took a whole nother turn. It looks greater. God, you, you know what? A person that just came to my mind. What if it's uh, Wade Barrett? Right? You think about it. You know, he got fired from WWE. He came back as a commentator, right? And he's, uh... And he's, um... You know, he's this commentator for NXT now. Keyword, NXT. And what if he's, you know, upset at... For, what people did to him, you know how the way the way they just fired him, and how the last moment we seen of him was uh, when what's it Rusev, Sheamus, and uh, what was the other dude's name? Alberto Del Rio. They just took him out, basically. So hey, I mean, maybe it's. I'm coming for my revenge now. That could be it. That could be it. I wouldn't be surprised if he... That's who it is. I'm not surprised nobody said that yet. Hmm. You know, we think about CM Punk, but if CM Punk gets revealed as that, they're going to wait till they get fans in there. Because, uh... Yeah. CM Punk is a must-see... Um, what else? Yeah, people. Oh, and, uh, I know people are like, but, uh, guys, you gotta think about it. If Mustafa Ali is the hacker, was the hacker, and now he's part of Retribution, it explains why they have their own entrance, uh, you know, the logos and they're able to turn off and on the lights. That's why. Think about it, y'all. You're gonna tell me if if you know a hacker, ask him this. Or if you don't, then okay. But hackers know how to do all that. Come on, you guys know better. Oh, and Ali used to be a police officer, too. So, hey, there goes... Hey, it, it all sets up. Like, you think about it. If you think about it how I'm thinking about it, you're like, huh. Yeah, that, that does kind of make sense. But, um... So, I think they could tell a story there. Like, yeah. I was a SmackDown hacker. I did this, I did that. That's why I'm able to do this, and I'm able to do that. That'd be great. 
I'm not gonna lie to you. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, Murphy and Seth Rollins, they brawl. Murphy and Seth Rollins defeated Humberto Carrillo and Dominic Mysterio via pinfall. Um, after the match, though, uh, Rollins confronted Murphy backstage and said he had until 10 p.m. Eastern time to apologize to him. Um, so, yes. So, um, when Murphy and Rollins were in the room together, Rollins demanded Murphy to apologize. Murphy had enough, though, and he started beating on uh, Rollins. And, you know, Murphy told him, Apologize to Leah, Aaliyah right now. And, uh, and well, Rollins did. And then once Murphy let, let his guard down, y'all, uh, Rollins took advantage. Thumbs to the eyes. Um, uh, thumbs to the eyes. And then started firing away with candlestick shots. So yeah, yeah, people. This was great. I loved it. Rollins reeled him in like a puppy. I I loved it. I loved it. I did. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's exciting. I'm happy to see. You know, they're kind of going their separate ways and uh. Well, we'll we'll see what happens now with the story. I mean, I guess they have a match, right? Or maybe they don't. Um, I have one. That'd be. I I would really enjoy it. I would really, really, really enjoy a match between Murphy and Rollins. Um, what else happened on Raw? Randy Orton, Robert Roode, and Dolph Ziggler defeated Drew McIntyre. And the Street Profits via pinfall. Uh, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Oscar defeated Lana, Natalia, and Zelina Vega via pinfall. 24-7 championship was on the line. Drew Gulag defeated R-Troop via pinfall to win the title. Kevin Owens called out Bray Wyatt. Um... Keith Lee versus Braun Strowman ended in a double countout. And the 24-7 championship was on the line again. And R-Truth defeated Drew Gulak via pinfall to win the title. Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin defeated Ricochet and Apollo Crews via submission. And Women's Tag Team Championships were on the line. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeated the Riot Squad via submission. I was actually hoping the Rise Squad were going to win, but uh, I guess not yet. I do think eventually they will if they stay as a tag team after the draft. If they, if they don't stay as a tag team, then well, we, know, we all know what happens then. Um, Alright, we got some NXT to talk about, people. 
we have some NXT to talk about. <clears throat> All right. All right. All right, so, so to start off the show, we had uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Kushida. You know, uh, you know, like an hour before, hour or two before the show even started, Kushida and Tommaso Ciampa had uh, gotten into it, like uh, a brawl. They had a brawl, so uh, they they uh, they opened up the show and fought, and Ciampa defeated Kushida by disqualification. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, so what happened here was, you know, Kushida and Tomasa Chompa were fighting, but, uh, Velveteen tried to ambush the Japanese superstar, but he hit the black heart. Instead, to call it disqualification. And Kushida said, uh, I will injure you again. So, watch out, Velveteen. It's a good story, but this should have ended at TakeOver between uh, Dream and um, Dream and Kushida. I'm more interested in Ciampa and Shida. It, I am, and it's a, it was a fun match, good match. Dream, uh, ruined it. Um, Ember Moon helps Rhea Ripley fight Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, which then, uh, Moon and Ripley versus Kai and Gonzalez got, uh, announced for the main event. Um, Drake Maverick and Kelly and Dane versus Ever Rise. Um, Maverick and Dane defeated Ever Rise by pinfall. Um, what? Why isn't Drake Maverick going after Cruiserweight Championship? Why? Like, I understand or you got a story here with Kelly and Dana Drake Maverick. Nothing against the two, but come on, y'all. want to see Drake Maverick hold up that cruiserweight title. Not a fan of it, but the match, you know, I see the story they're doing. I do. Um... Austin Theory versus Leon Leon Ruff and uh, Theory versus Dexter Loomis. Theory defeated Ruff by pinfall. Loomis defeated Theory by submission. So Dexter Loomis is back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this was good. It was good though. It was. It was good. You know, it's good to see Dexter Loomis back. Um, but Cameron Grimes did come out and plant Loomis with a cave-in afterwards. So. We'll, I mean, yeah, people, we'll see what happens. 
gonna be exciting. And then uh, Ridge Holland versus Danny Birch. Um. Holland defeated Birch by pinfall. Um, and uh, Holland was stretched up because of the damage that Lorcan did, though. <laughs> I got MJ now, y'all. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, supposedly uh, Holland did get hurt, so <sighs> it sucks. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, it's not. That's serious, you know, we can get back to the Cole and uh, Holland thing. Because I was really excited for that. I really was. Um, and also, guys, Halloween Havoc returns October. <laughs> October 28th. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Halloween, Halloween Havoc will be returning October 28th. A uh, a NXT pay per view, baby. So that's right. But we did have Shotzi Blackheart versus Zia Lee. That's right. Uh, Blackheart defeated Lee by pinfall. But after the match, though, um, Bo walked out in a suit and tie, handing Lee a letter that she quickly read before heading to. The back. Ember um, Moon and Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Moon and Ripley defeated Kai and Gonzalez by pinfall. Um, this match was great. This was great. Um, it was. Um, it showed what Moon can do, especially when she has the spotlight on her. Unlike uh, when she was in the WWE, um, the on Raw, when she was on Raw and SmackDown, I well, sorry, I think only Raw, but yeah, happy to see her back on NXT doing what she does best. Um, and I can't wait to see the rivalry between Moon and Ripley. Um, a few things like I, some matches went like by way too quick. I did not enjoy some of like just it didn't make, some just didn't make sense in which I did not enjoy. Yeah, y'all know y'all know how I am. Y'all know what time it is. I like I like for things to make sense. I like stories behind them. It's just, it's just me. It's just me. I know I can be in headache sometimes, guys. But hey, it is what it is. All right. Um, let's talk about AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, there was a few things that went on. The FTW Championship match, Will Hobbs versus Brian Cage, ladies and gentlemen, as AEW was celebrating 30 years of Le Champion. Chris Jericho from 1990 to 2020. All right. Um, Cage defeated Hobbs. Um, 
this was a fun, a good, a good match, a good way to open up uh, AEW Dynamite. Um, I like how, you know, his physicality, his way to work. I do like it. Um, Darby Allen didn't make the save though, so that was good. Um, you know, he got. He got that thing going on with Team Taz, so we'll see what happens there. Well, you know, this is this is a story, y'all. Where it's like, oh man, we see where this is going. And it's something you, got, you know you can get into, you can enjoy. Um, the AEW Tag Team Titles were on the line. The Hybrid 2 versus FTR. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, FTR defeated the Hybrid 2. I'm telling you, this tag team title reign that these fellas, that uh, that these guys are going to FTR, they're, they're really exceeding their title reign. They're doing the best. And it's... It's only been like about a month or so, and I just tell you, like, it's amazing how great these guys work. It really is. It's amazing. I just, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Um, so yeah, that's what uh, that's what we got going on there. Um, I do like it though. I really do like it. Um. You know, best friends came out though and said that they they got a title match against FTR next week. Um. So yeah, that's what we got. We'll see what happens with that. And then the dog collar match for the TNT Championship: Cody versus Mr. Brody Lee. Um, Cody defeated Lee. To win the title. Now this this was a great wrestling match. This was probably the best the best match of the night. Um, it really exceeded expectations. Um, you know, I had violent, there was blood, um, vicious, it was physical. There was a and when you had no broken glass, no thumbtacks or barbed wire, just a chain. And the, the and that these two hate each other. That's all. That's all y'all need. Um. So he won. So <laughs> really ended. So Cody won the championship, and now next week he will be defending it. I believe he'll be defending it against uh, Orange Cassidy. So. uh that should be exciting and fun to see. Big Swole versus Serena Deb. Swole defeated Deb. Um, and then Chris Jericho and Jack Hager versus Dr. Luther and Sarah Pinto. Um... Dirk and Hager defeated Luther and Serpento. It was absolutely 
amazing. It was iconic, especially for the match that this was. Um, I loved it. I loved it. Um, now, MJF. I, dude, I love you, MJF. Him coming out and uh, interrupting. Interrupting. <laughs> Jericho's promos. That, that was great. That was great. I I tell you, I mean, I do hope Jericho, I mean, Jericho gets MJF to get to align with them. But if not, MJF will always, <laughs> MJF will always be gold, people. He will always be gold. Because that's just who the dude is. No ifs, ands, buts, or anything about it. Um, now let's move on to SmackDown, though. SmackDown. Alright, um, a bittersweet draft day for the new, the new day? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Big E defeated Sheamus via pinfall. Um, this, it was an absolutely phenomenal match. Beautiful segment. But let, really, MJ? Later in the show, Kofi <laughs> Kingston and Xavier Woods returned to celebrate with Big E and said they wanted to win back the tag team titles later in the night. Um, also, the SmackDown Tag Team Champion <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Championships were on the line. You had the New Day. You had the New Day. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston defeat Cesaro and Shisuke Nakamura to to uh, via pinfall to win the tag titles. Um, so, um, so you know the new day they won the tag titles. They started celebrating, but whoa. Immediately after their win, it was announced that Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston were drafted to, to Monday Night Raw while Big E was drafted to, to SmackDown. Um, so, a, a lot of people, MJ, yeah, that's it. So, a lot of people aren't understanding this. And here's the thing, guys. If the New Day would not have won the tag titles, if they would not have won the tag titles, then you could be like, well, no, they have to draft them all together. That's right. But since they're tag champs, only those two, I guess the third person, you know how they always do it. And since Big E is basically a singles competitor right now, I guess that's how, that's how they viewed it. Instead of you know um, making them, tr excuse me, sorry. Instead of making them turn on each other, you know, they just uh, you know, they just did this instead. It probably only be for like a year or something like that, just so uh. 
Big E could get his rightful uh, single. Now, what would have been messed up, right, is if that they would have said that, and Kofi and Xavier like, no, no, we're 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 staying we're staying here on SmackDown with our boy, and Big E just pummels the both of them. Says, "You're holding me back. I need to win this championship. I need to do this. I need to do that. That be that would have been great as well." Unless Biggie gets drafted raw on uh, or gets traded on Monday Night Raw, we'll see. We'll see. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have two more Hell in a Cell matches announced. Roman Reigns revealed his Hell in a Cell stipulation for the upcoming pay per view. So, Jay Uso was demanding that Roman Reigns tell him what the stipulation for the match was. Going to be a Hell in a Cell, but he was interrupted by Paul Heyman on the Tron with Heyman telling Uso that things happen on Reigns time before pick video package air reminding Uso of what happened when they faced off at Clash of Champions. Then Reigns appeared on the screen, cut a promo saying that Uso just needed to acknowledge him in their last match, and now for the first time. Inside Hell in a Cell, there would be an I Quit match. Reigns then said, then said that after Uso says I quit, there will be consequences. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I love it. I love it. This is absolutely beautiful. Now, how they all end up putting this together, I don't know. But this is what fans need. Oh, This is what fans need. This is what they want. And I know it's going to absolutely blow the house down. It's going to tear it down. Um, also, the SmackDown Women's Championship was on the line. Sasha Banks defeated Bailey via disqualification. Um... Bailey used a steel chair on Banks so she could get disqualified, allowing Bailey to retain the title. Um, Bailey attempted to attack Banks though with the chair again, but Banks turned things around and uh, beat her limb to limb with the chair. But then later in the show, ladies and gentlemen, Banks said that she would face Bailey at the upcoming pay per view and in hell in a cell. Match. You know this. Uh, this is I. I love it. I when it comes when it comes to these type of pay per views, I love it. And there's there's that they got Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre in the Hell in a Cell match. They got Sasha Banks versus Bailey in the Hell in a Cell match. And they got Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso in the Hell in a Cell match. All championship matches and all that will be great matches. Alright. What else happened on WWE SmackDown? So, in the first round of WWE draft, Raw selected Drew McIntyre, Oscar, and the Hurt Business, while SmackDown selected Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. That's right, people. 
Seth Rollins is part of the blue brand now. In the second round of the WWE draft, Raw's, Raw drafted AJ Styles, Naomi, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler, while SmackDown selected Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Matt Ritter and Jeff Hardy defeated The Miz and John Morrison via pinfall, but after the match, Lars Sullivan made his return, taking out Riddle and Hardy with ease. And then uh, he turned his attention to Miz and Morrison, taking them out before standing alone in the ring. So, uh, welcome back, Lars. I'm so happy to see what happens, what he does in the WWE. It's going to be good. Then in round three of the WWE draft, Raw drafted Ricochet, Mandy Rose, Miz and Morrison, while SmackDown selected Jey Uso and Dominic and Rey Mysterio. In round four of the WWE draft, Raw selected The New Day, Dana Brooke, and Angel Garza. While SmackDown drafted, while SmackDown drafted Big E and Otis. And then The Fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt, defeated Kevin Owens via pinfall. Where later after that, you've seen uh, him and Alexa Bliss up on the ramp. So, that's, that's what happened, people. So, yeah, that's what happened on uh, SmackDown. Um, a very entertaining entertaining uh, week of pro wrestling, like I said, but SmackDown, you know, it just it showed up and showed out. Um, let's look at some of the matches that are going on for Hell in a Cell so far, and I'll give up uh, show of the week and who went up and who went down this week. That's what I'll do. Don't forget, uh, Sunday, October 25th is Hell in a Cell, people. All right, um, so, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the 2020 WWE Hell in a Cell card so far is, uh, Universal Championship will be on the line. Roman Reigns will defend it against Jey Uso in a Hell in a Cell I Quit match. Um, the WWE Championship will be on the line. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. And a Hell in a Cell match. Um, the SmackDown Women's Championship will be on the line. Bailey versus Sasha Banks in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, well, here's some predictions people are having um, for the Hell in a Cell. They're saying Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins versus Murphy. Um, I don't think so. I think you got to go Rollins versus Murphy. Or maybe even Mysterio versus Murphy. I don't know. Um, and then they're talking about Kevin Owens versus Alistair Black, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, that's what they, uh, that's what they're saying so far. I, I thought there was more matches, but there's only three matches for Hell in a Cell so far. Wow, that's amazing. I did not realize that. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, who went up and who went down this week as we, uh, celebrate 30 years, 30 years, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, people, when you think about it, 
30 years of pro wrestling. The Undertaker did that. He just retired. But Chris Jericho's been doing that 1990 to 2020, and he's still going strong. Who knows when he'll retire? Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, 30 years of Le Champion. That's right. That's who went up this week. And obviously AEW as well, because, you know, they snatched them up. They're smart. So I definitely give it to him and them. Um, then uh, who went down this week? Who went down this week? With, uh, I mean, you look at it, when we look at everything, when we look at everything, you know, everything that happened, it would have to be wrong. You take, you take, so you take, uh, I can't believe it, they take. It's just shocking to me, guys. They took the new day, but don't take Biggie. What will happen with the new day? Will this be the the, the button that pushes uh big uh sorry Xavier and Kofi to just turn on each other? Or will they be able to be stronger than ever as a tag team on Monday Night Raw? There's only one way to find out. So, Monday Night Raw, y'all went down. Alright, um, now, uh, show of the week, I mean, you got Monday Night Raw with, uh, Ali, <clears throat> Ali and Retribution, you got, uh, The Hurt Business, you got Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre, um, then we look at, uh, we look at Smack, no, not SmackDown, we look at, uh, NXT, we look at NXT, even NXT TakeOver, and there's phenomenal, there's so many things you can point at, um, but then you look at AEW, the 30 years of Le Champion, that's right, all the Le Champion, and, uh, but then you look at SmackDown, SmackDown first night of the draft. You know, they got Roman Reigns, Jay Uso, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. You got uh, the New Day, Lars Sullivan returning. Come on, come on, people! And the SmackDown Savior, the Messiah, Seth freaking Rollins, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, come on, come on, people! Could not have said it better. Show of the week. Show of the week is SmackDown, baby. <laughs> That's right, y'all. SmackDown is the show of the week. That's right. That is right. I mean, I wouldn't have it no other way than SmackDown. Because they got it done, and they've been for the past two months. I think Roman Reigns has helped in that regard, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, people. It's good. It's good to see. Good to see that SmackDown is finally on the uprise. And with some key players that they got now, uh, yeah, they ain't falling off. So yeah, people. This is 
This is the end of the show. That is right. Thank you, guys. This is the end of the show, y'all. I thank you guys for listening to Husband, Father, 3, 2, 1, Podcaster. That's right. You, you guys have just listened to The Mark Cologne on The Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Podcast. Yes, sir. That is right. And I will see you guys next week. We'll be talking about Draft Night 2. And so much more. Alright. Y'all take care. And me, MJ, me and MJ will see you guys next week. Goodbye.